All right, happy to have you along, my fellow tech enthusiasts. I am Sam Bushman, Jay Harrison with me. Welcome, sir. Hey, Sam, how's it going? Are you too full of turkey? I'm stuffed with turkey and ham. And we do a lasts, lot of hams on That lasts for like a week. I know, right? <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Now, you were saying about ham? Oh, I was just saying we do ham and turkey usually. Um, I, I, I like the I ham. Both. I like the ham better. The turkey's kind of dry. I still, we still do turkey because it's so traditional. Um, but you know, with this, it, and actually, even the ham—that's not even the best part. The best part is my wife's um, southern cornbread dressing, and uh, you know, there's in cranberry sauce and all that. So that's that's the signature items I think for Thanksgiving, at least for our family. Yeah, my son made homemade cranberry sauce too. Nice delicious we had believe it or not a honey baked ham this time it was a special treat normally we just get ham from the store or whatever but this time we had honey baked ham uh we also had two different kinds of turkey we had a traditional um what's it called regular turkey like oven baked yeah yeah oven baked turkey yeah you get a deep fried one? roasted turkey nope we had roasted turkey and then we had smoked turkey that was smoked nice yeah, so we had all three of those. In years past, it was just delicious. We've done those uh, deep fried ones, but my goodness, just to buy the oil for that now is you know, fifty, sixty, seventy dollars. It's, it's crazy. It's out of control for sure. Um, also, it can get kind of crazy dangerous too. Speaking that's of that's true too. Get yeah. that dude rolling and tossing all that oil and stuff. You bet. You best be rat. Is the don't way put in a frozen it, right? turkey. Yeah, because it'll just yeah, don't, don't. it'll explode. <laughs> it's like movies that have that in there. I don't. We're, where they put in frozen turkeys and it explodes and stuff. I'm not saying I'm speaking from experience or anything. I'm just saying it will. I, I know. Yeah. And, and you're also saying that um, somebody could do a deep fake, though, which would be kind of cool to watch if you knew it was a deep fake, because then you could experience it, but yet not have any real damage or harm done, right? Yeah. It's scared. <laughs> be careful out there. But Amen to that. Anyway, did you get anything awesome for Black Friday? Nah, you know, I'm not into the Black Friday thing. I almost thought we weren't going to cover it, but um, I just, I'm not into it. Like, I saw this funny TikTok, I'll tell you this. How about Small Business Saturday? I like, so I support that, definitely. Small How Business about Saturday. Cyber Monday? Come on, are you in? Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, I guess. But Black Friday, right. the traditional Black Friday. So I saw this thing where they were talking about, you know, uh, I don't care about TVs. I don't care about electronics. When are you going to get some good deals on groceries? You know, that I'll go to the store for in, uh, in big <laughs> crowds. Yeah, you know what I really think they should have? I think they ought to have Black Friday, uh, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and they ought to rename it Prepper Weekend. And what you ought to do is be able to go to the grocery store and buy extra cans of different things that you need. Cans yeah. of tuna fish, cans of soup, cans of... Uh, peaches or, you know, you know, they have all the case lot kind of sales or whatever else. In my opinion, they had a case lot weekend or prepper weekend or whatever. And then people could really, you know, stock up on things that they idea. need as well. That'd be, I agree with you. hundred percent. I like it. And what better way to get rid of all your overstock of pumpkin and things that you had got everything out for, for the big Thanksgiving weekend. There you go. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> kind of fun. Um, I bought some unique things for uh, Black Friday. And uh, some of them are herbs, Jay, like health food stuff. Okay. Because they had some discounts on some health food, and I just thought, hey, I was going to get it anyway, but if I can get a Black Friday deal, why the heck not? I also got some unique things, too, that I can't talk about much because they're, they're kind of a surprise for people for Christmas, <laughs> but I got some I got some tickets to some events for some people. Oh, you can tell me, Sam. Big, I won't tell anybody. Well, I'm not worried about <laughs> you telling anybody. I'm worried about people listening. I gotcha. But the the point is, though, that I got some incredible deals 
for some uh, family experiences. Let's just say it like that. So my whole point to bring this up is not to spend time on the gadgets and the details. Think a little, sometimes high-tech is low-tech, Jay. And that, that's kind of the point I want to make with this. Everything high-tech doesn't about, have to be high-tech. Are we talking amusement parks or what are we talking? Cruises? We're talking about, we're talking about going to some special entertainment events. Ah. And actually they're you really high-tech. our curiosity, Sam. They're high-tech now because what they do is they blend super low-tech with high-tech. Speaking of high-tech, have you seen that giant sphere in Vegas that they released? I heard about that no. thing. I've heard about it. I haven't gone there. Yeah, no. me neither. I've just seen video of it and stuff, but that's well, we gotta pretty check cool. we got to check it out. Yeah. yeah. Next well, time we're in Vegas, idea? we'll do that, Sam. What if you take the Bible story Queen Esther, and what if you put it together in a modern-day play uh, with sight and sound, and there's real animals in it and stuff like that in the theater? Oh, nice. See, it's low tech, right? Yeah. It's like back in the, you know, Jesus's time or earlier than that, at Queen Esther's time. But yet it's high tech because you literally are sitting in the theater with live animals walking around with high tech presentations. And a lot of people anyway. do things like that, um, especially like nativity kind of stuff in that story um, in uh, Christmas time. And then also in Easter, they'll do a lot of, um, you know, Jesus's life and in the resurrection and stuff, which are pretty cool. I've been to some of those live events. Those are neat. Yeah, so I'm going to ruin your fun now. We're all having a good old time until <clears throat> this story. Headline says feds, meaning the federal government, wants to install speed-limiting devices in all new cars. MSN with the story. I guess they call this thing the ISA, Jay. Uh, and the ISA tech would utilize what they call a car's GPS system combined with a database of speed limits along with onboard cameras to ensure compliance with legal speed updated requirements. The goal, they want you to slow down. They don't want you to speed for two main reasons. One, you know, gas costs a lot of money right now. It'll save a ton on gas. And number two, they say fatalities will drop big time and they believe Big tech or high tech, whatever word you want to use for it, modern tech is the answer. Your first reaction, Jay? Well, my first reaction is I don't believe they want people to slow down. I do think that most people want less deaths for sure, but I think there's a lot of municipalities that are running on ticket revenue, um, and I don't think they want to see that abate to any. In fact, if they can make anything where they can make that more automatic or you know actually not have to enforce it and it just rolls in, the money, I think. I think you'll you'll it'll be pay for play. Like, hey, you want to speed? You want to get somewhere fast? You don't care? Okay, you're just going to pay a fine for it. And that's what. And, and I think that that is kind of the end goal. I'm not in favor of these systems, putting them into cars and stuff. I think there's a simpler way to do this, and I've said this for for many years. Like, there should be a way to even paint a pattern or use a pattern of bumps or whatever on the road that would designate the speed limit. Um, to the car itself and you could use a mechanical system to do this you don't even need high-tech electronics gps or anything else and the car would be able to know just with a clock or a frequency of how it's hitting these bumps or, or picking up these things with a camera that it, it could travel at its, at whatever speed the road is um, that needs to be clearly marked and posted and i think you're going to see a lot of cars especially if we ever get this driving tech off the ground you know which even tesla's having issues with that still but if you can People aren't going to care what the speed limit is. You just say whatever the speed limit is supposed to be, whatever the safe thing is. I wish I just had cruise control that would just obey whatever this limit is because I usually drive at the limit or even below sometimes. 
just make it automatically happen and be seamless to me. I don't care. I never speed well, if I can help it. They're claiming this. They're claiming, and again, this is, you know, they're claiming that these uh, speed limiting devices on all cars, this GPS, along with, so it knows where you are, GPS point, the database of speed limits, so it knows the speed limit based on the GPS of where you are, uh, along with the onboard cameras to absolutely do that. It would just set, you know, the speed for you, it would set a maximum speed. Uh, they wouldn't have ticket revenue, but listen, they could charge you a fee. They could either back it into your insurance. You get a discount if you obey everything or if you're whatever. Um, they can find a way to pay for the database, pay for the cameras, pay for the technology, pay for the GPS uh, you know, sensors. and It'll just be all built in and kind of part of your deal, right? Uh, and, and they want to do that because then there's no game. You can't be mad at your government. It just is what it is. And everybody would, you know, obey the right speeds. And they really want everybody to slow down. That's but they true. want to get paid while yeah. making you slow down. They still want to get paid for it. There's some That's interesting right. things right. um, over in Europe where people have done, like, these uh, speeding lotteries. And if your car is and they randomly select them or whatever, I guess using license plate pickups and stuff, um, which they're doing anyway, which that's a whole other story. But um, if you're significantly under the speed or, or at or below, you're, you're obeying the speed limit, right? You're either at it or below. Um, you get placed into a random lottery, and some of the ticket revenue is put into that. And so they just reward randomly drivers who are doing a good job and keeping it, you know, below the limit. I think, it, I, you know, besides the, the plate reading stuff, I think it's a, an ideal or not ideal, but it's a creative approach to it that I think it bears some merit. Yeah, and, and uh, companies insurance-wise now are starting to say, hey, if you put this app into the ODBC port of your car uh, or this little gadget, which, you know, has an app in it that can report back and you obey all the speeding rules, you don't take corners too fast, you don't accelerate or decelerate way too quickly, you don't speed, you don't this and that and that, then you get discounts on your insurance. And so they're starting to back into all kinds of ways, I suspect, with electric vehicles and or with gas prices or, you know, they're already having a battle of how do you do this then? How do you, how do you charge? Um, and they're going to do it by the mile. They're going to do it by how, how much you obey the speed limit. There's going to eventually be a complicated formula that they back into that gives you the optimal, I don't know what you want to call it, driving experience where all these discounts are applied and all these benefits and all these, your behavior, all these things are kind of combined in a way that says, hey, this Supposed is the best it, it can be. Yeah, supposed discounts. I I think that it's more about getting tax revenue and stuff. They have this already in some oh, jurisdictions no where electric vehicles, for example, they're they're all upset they're missing out on the gas taxes. And so they want to put GPS right. in those cars so they can track how many miles and bill you by the mile so that they can get the revenue for the roads and for the bureaucrats and everything else. They also want to bill you based on if you take the shortest way somewhere. If you take the longer way, it'll cost you less. What? Why would the longer yeah. way cost you less? <clears throat> like if they're trying to influence way, traffic patterns, or no, it's like a it's like a toll road. If you if you chart a place from A to B with a toll road, and it's faster to get there, you, you get charged. If you take the long way around, oh. you don't have to pay the toll road, right? Yeah, I guess it's the so. same principle. Yeah, you're paying that either way, paying time, time versus or paying, money. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's very strange, and the reason I bring it up is from a tech point of view. I see positives to this, and I see negatives to this. Again, I'm not going political at all. Positives are that people slowing down will save lives. And will decrease the cost of gas. There's no question about it. Uh, it'll also um, well, decrease accidents, much less lives. It'll decrease accidents and therefore claims on cars that get beat up and all that kind of stuff. A lot of good will happen from it. Mm -hmm. uh, on the other side of the coin, a lot of bad will happen from it, Jay. It'll be abused. That's the, 
the sad side of it is with the best of intentions, the system will be abused. Abused or misused. I mean, yeah, well, that's the same. Similar. Yeah. They're similar. One is somebody abusing it. The other one is misusing it. So the government, if they do it legally, I don't know that it's abuse as much as it's misuse. Man, I'm not trying to play games with words, but it's the reference point of who's using the tech and for what their agenda is, is the point. Again, not to be too political, but when it comes to government, fraud, waste, and abuse go hand in hand. Well, there's some truth to that, sadly. And all I know is this. um, I've always told people that I think that everybody should just drive on the freeways 35 miles per hour. And everybody laughs at me and they say, Sam, you're just crazy. That's just nuts. That's just, come on, you're off your rocket. I'm like, it would save so many lives. Double your. People could drive it. People could drive at younger ages. Now that you've got internet in your car and everything else, instead of everybody being in such a hurry all the time. You know, there's really an Alabama country song that talks about that. I'm in a hurry and don't know why. <clears throat> life and life is just, no, you know, life and life is just no fun or whatever it says. I can't remember all the words, but, um, I'm in a hurry to get things done. And, and you know, when you really think about that, if we were to slow down, I mean, 35 miles per hour would be slow enough to really decrease almost all accidents. It would really get to the best gas mileage. 35 to 50 miles per hour, they say, approximately is the best gas mileage you can get. It's fast enough to have propulsion kind of benefit you, the wind at your back in a, in a, in a way, in other words, um, but yet slow enough to where you don't have the uh, the wind and everything else as a drag and anyway it's supposedly the sweet spot uh, but you could get people to t- to slow down in life though and yes it would take longer to get places but you might decide to go less places and you might decide that you're going to do things online instead of appearing everywhere and driving all the time and you might start to combine trips if i'm going to go uh you know two hours south 70 miles south for something you know what i'm not going to go today and then go tomorrow and then go two days from now. I might basically go once and bundle my things together. And, and you might plan better. And there's a lot of unique things that could happen from an environmental point of view and from a variety point of view. I bring this up, though, and people just say, Sam, you're off your rock crazy. Sam, you are <laughs> off your rock crazy. <laughs> I think that, well, well no, I, I think there actually there are merits to that and definitely worth considering. I think a better answer, though, um, I still think 70 is a decent speed to go. And if you do things like um, car-to-car or vehicle-to-vehicle coordination um, and convoying and things like this, you can still get um, a lot of the the benefits of of tunneling and, and grouping cars together. Yeah, if it's it kind of like how people do on bikes. They draft and they do all these yeah. things. I can't remember what it's called. but And you can – well, I think draft is the correct term. Um, you can get these speed benefits. You could still be getting 70 miles an hour. But the big thing about time, what you're mentioning, um, if, if people would just slow down and take their time – it's not, I don't think the time, it's that you're you're stuck behind the wheel all those hours and, and people are just, they're going to revolt at the idea of doubling that time. But if they could get off the wheel, if there was convoying and computer coordination where the vehicles could sync up and all be going 70 miles an hour down the interstate, um, and you could take your hands off the wheel and literally get some sleep or work on emails or whatever you got to do, the time would go by super fast. I mean, you'd, you're right, you wouldn't even 100%. realize it. However, the slower vehicles go, the easier it is to automate them and the easier it is for them to self-behave and to, to respond and to do things. So, you know, it's a big, long debate. And, you know, my goal isn't really to debate it and say that I'm right as much as it's a very interesting concept to say, yes, you know what? It takes longer time behind the wheel. That's true. But think about in the days of horse, you know, you you'd be lucky to go 20 miles, 30 miles a day. If you push your horse hard, you might get 50 miles, right? You're Ugh, talking about doing know. that same. You're talking about that same thing in an hour. 
35 miles in an hour. You could, in the old days, before we had cars and uh, vehicles, you'd be lucky to go 35 miles in a single day. Oh, and you certainly couldn't do that day after day. Right? 12 or 14 in a wagon, yeah. I mean, it would be 35 yeah, 20 would be if you're walking kind of thing. Pony Express. If you're on a horse you all by yourself, or 35, you know. Um, some of those experts on a horse could maybe get 50 miles in a day if they really had to and stuff. If they're switching you're talking horses, about yeah. a 10-hour day, for example, you could go 350 miles. Yeah, you don't drive across the country in three days, but you know what? You revive small towns by doing this, right? You have to have places to stay. You have to have places to eat. You have to. People are on the road. Right now, if you're gone for three days, people think you're gone forever. True. You know, you're gone for a week. People think, oh, my gosh. You can't fall off crazy. the grid, Sam. Okay, but see, if you were disconnected all the time, and this was more of the lifestyle and everything else, you would have something in between our modern, everything is so fast. I mean, look, somebody wants a document from me, they've got to have it within five minutes, or else the world melts down for some reason. Five minutes? Are you crazy? Yeah. That's far too long, Sam. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's what I mean. And, and Slack causes that. All these different technologies cause that. Fast cars cause that. See, if you, if you can only drive 35 miles per hour... A lot of people would have to basically start to get a job closer to home because the commute that takes them an hour that's 65 miles away, they're not doing it anymore, okay? They're not doing that at all. They're either working from home or getting a different job because they'd have to be on the road two hours each way to do it. Exactly. See? And so it would change things. Uh, and, and in many, 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 many ways it would be for the better. Now, I get in many ways it wouldn't be for the better. I understand all that, too. I'm just saying there's a lot of pros and cons, and what we want to do at least in our society, is always talk about the pros of faster, faster, faster. But we don't really want to talk about what the benefits of slowing down would be, and there's a lot of benefits. For example, right now we have to build these cars to the Volvo standard of, of toughness because, man, if you crash going 80, it better be able to withstand that. You could build cars that would be a lot, 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 lot less expensive to buy if you only had to do, say, you know, 35, 40 mile an hour crash standard. Oh, yeah. Those, those uh, Japanese K truck or Korean K trucks um, are a prime example of that. You see them around sometimes. They're just little tiny. You know, they don't go super fast. Some of them will only get up to 65, 70 miles an hour tops, but they're really made for in town driving at 35 or less. Yeah. And they're less expensive. They're not built to the other standards. Now, if you also went 35, now it's a lot easier for motorcycles to be protected. You could make the roads narrower quite a bit easier and have bigger sidewalks and side where bikes and scooters and other, you know, a lot of these other transportation, slower transportations could go. And there's a lot of interesting things that could be done. My whole point isn't to convince you that it's right. My whole point is to really focus on if we think about tech, we think about the future, we think about modern blending of the best life or the good life, so to speak, then you got to look at all sides of these. And I think that in our society, we only look at the one side. Buddy, I just got to go faster and faster and everything's got to be done faster and more and faster and more. I thought fact, we need hyperloops and waiting bullet five trains minutes for the document. You should send the document before I even ask for it, okay? Yeah, it should be on a shared drive. I should already have access. I shouldn't even need to ask for it, Sam. That's correct. See, and so I think we go far. Now, bullet trains are a great idea, but again, the higher speeds you go, the greater the catastrophe and the meltdowns when crashes happen. Yeah, it doesn't take much to right? make that derail and turn into a just a huge mess. So anyway, I bring it up, and, and you look at a lot of these... Um, you know, many car pileups. If everybody's going 35 miles per hour, there wouldn't be near the many car pileups. That's I mean, true. Even if cars did hit, even if cars did hit bumper to bumper, it wouldn't be as catastrophic for people, right? Right. Right now, you build these roads for people to go 80 miles per hour, and you have to build this massive barrier in between. 
because if a car flips, you don't want it to get in the other side, right? Yep. Well, again if, with it, that, that means you got to go five miles to turn around to get on the other side sometimes or whatever. If you had it this way, see, you don't need those big barriers in the road because people aren't going that fast. Cars aren't flipping. And I mean, I'm not saying a car would never spin or never flip at 35 miles per hour, but you wouldn't have near the massive catastrophes that the high speeds create either. That's true. But also, if you're going at high speed, say 70, and you have that car to car or vehicle to vehicle, peer to peer communication, and you're convoying in these things, um, you don't have that stuff either because everybody slows down at once. It all works together um, like a big system. Yeah, if it all works. I'm not saying you couldn't have a, a communications breakdown it, or some if problem. If Tesla's out, then you're in trouble. But but if it happens, it's <laughs> unlikely that it's going to happen and you have the wreck at the same time, um, unless you know it's sabotage or something like that. But usually, hey, if it breaks down, everybody takes back control. You're on manual now. You might have these other problems and issues. but And then maybe you slow down to 35 or 55 or whatever, like a construction zone. But when you when you have things coordinated, I think you can get that speed. You can get that efficiency. You can make it all happen. You can have the best of both worlds. Yeah, and that's what people are thinking now. That's why they, at one time they locked the speed at 55 miles per hour for the whole nation. Then they got yeah, rid of that, 70s. and now in some places – some places you can go 80 miles per hour now on the road. I think no even problem. 85 in parts of Texas. Yeah. And in some places, you know, if you're on the Autobahn, there's no speed limit even. For That's right. Cars, right? I would avoid that and, place. And, <laughs> and the question is, is that better? You know, and, and if cars can go faster, I mean, they can make the average car. Right now, they still put governors on cars. Most cars can go way faster than the speedometer shows and or faster than people realize you know, and if they soup them up, I mean, they can make the average speed on, on the freeway 140, Jay, instead That's, of 70. Then you'd really be getting places faster. That 70, would be, be frightening. Like, Dude, you're walking. I think they would need separate lanes. Not if it's all, autom- not if it's all automated and good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, You know, I don't disagree with that. You probably See? could go even faster if it was all automated. But like I said, that would be even need separate lanes because you're going to have, there's going to be this long carryover of other vehicles that don't have that tech that are going to have to have special lanes or you know well, manual you lanes long like they want to do to gas cars just get rid of them just done yeah cash for clunkers we'll turn them in again that was such a fiasco <laughs> well there you go and, and i bring this all up because if you were to slow down vehicles to the other kind of interesting thing about slowing down vehicles if you did a lot of the traffic jams the stop and go stoplights that make you wait forever would change too yeah um, I don't know if you know, but if everybody goes slower, kind of a slower, steady pace, there becomes less bottlenecks and traffic jams. It's that speeding up and slowing down, and people cutting in and speeding up and slowing down and cutting in. And, oh, my gosh, I got to merge. And it's all those things that create clusters. Again, and, and interesting. if everybody were to slow down, a lot of that would be reduced. Arguing the other and actually, you might get somewhere faster. Arguing the other side of coordinated. If you've ever seen these Amazon store floors, um, where they have all the robots and they're all just weaving in and out of each other crazy because it's all coordinated and, and you don't even need traffic lights. The robots don't stop for each other. They just adjust their speed accordingly. They know where all the other vehicles are at and you have all these independent yeah. robots. I mean, hundreds or thousands on a floor right. and they're all just weaving in between carrying pallets and stuff moving around. You could have traffic patterns like that too if everybody was equipped with the right system. Oh, what a world we live in. Sam wants to <laughs> It'll slow be down the and Jetsons. go low tech, and, and Jay wants to be the Jetsons. He, Jay wants to be like the Flintstones. He, he just wants to have no floor in his car, and he just wants to run. <laughs> no, I want to be like the Jetsons. Yeah. I just want to get in, anyway, sit back, and read it's a, a book. very interesting topic, and here's the point, ladies and gentlemen. This tech is coming. It is not debatable. It is coming. 
In fact, many say that it's already here, and to some degree it is. But it's coming more and more and more. And the question for you and I is to think about how we were, how we want to handle it, what we think would be the best, what we think would be the – and there's a lot of people researching this stuff now. I know this was a long segment on this, but hopefully it was educational and interesting. I am Sam Bushman along with Jay Harrison. This is NPI Tech Guys, where we keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. NPITechGuys.com. Make it a great tech day, will you? Hey, thanks.